A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to episode number 271 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful and humbled you're here. If you haven't taken a moment to leave a quick rating and review, please take a moment to do that. It takes a second of your time and it really helps me to grow the show. All you have to do if listening on Apple Podcasts is scroll down on your app where you're listening to this episode, look for those stars, tap the stars, and then if you have an extra 30 seconds, 60 seconds, I'd be so grateful for your review. I read them all and I appreciate them all deeply. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I've got a really good show for you today. And it's all about how to know if you're compatible with someone, particularly if you've met them organically and don't know much about them. So last month I conducted a community survey and one thing someone said really stuck out to me. And they said that they would like to meet someone organically, but they also appreciate the ability to quote unquote pre-screen someone on the apps since you can see if their values and their interests align with yours. So today I want to dig into that a bit. And while I think there are many good reasons to be on the apps, I don't think that one is going to support you in reaching your goals and your love life if deep love is what you're after. So today I'm going to talk about three reasons why you don't need profiles to know if someone is a good fit for you. And then we'll wrap up today's episodes with just three things to think about when you are dating somebody or dating someone new and you're wondering, hmm, is there compatibility? Do I like this person? Do I want to continue seeing this person? Just three things to think about that I think will help you make informed decisions. So first, let's be clear, you do not need online dating to find a great match. I think sometimes we forget that like online dating is still relatively new. So match.com came around in 1995. And then Tinder and all the works, I don't know the exact year Tinder came out, but like it was just beginning to take off. I think in like the 2012, 2013 era. So this is all pretty new. So the belief that like we need online dating because it helps you do this or helps you do that is just, you know, it's just like 
us getting in our own little heads and our own little worlds about what dating is and how to meet people. And the thing is, is that, yeah, you can meet someone in Tinder, you can meet someone on match.com or whatever, but you don't have to be there, right? Like there was a whole world of dating, you know, before all of these apps came into fruition. And even with these apps in fruition, there's still a whole other world. You know, I talked a lot about the dating in the wild series about how even today, almost 80% of people are still meeting their partners off the apps. There's a reason why you can't be one of those people either. And in fact, statistically, you're likely to be one of those people. So if you want to keep online dating, great, keep online dating. I really want you to think about though, if you really hate it, or it's not working for you, Maybe you can, at the very least, add in some other ways to meet potential partners. So I always like to inspire myself to look for examples of people who have created or have things that I want to create or or things that I want to have in my life. So if you don't have family or friends that have a really beautiful relationship in your life that have met off the apps, then look for some celebrity couples that might inspire you. So one of my favorites are Michelle and Barack Obama, especially because they were not celebrity, they were not famous when they actually met. And they met at work. You know, Megan and Harry, I get they were both celebrities famous when they met. But they were on like Raya, which is like the celebrity app or dating app or whatever. They met through a friend. And then Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her husband, they met at school. Again, not famous when they met each other. And if this reminds you of the first episode of Dating in the Wild, then I definitely wanted to because creating serendipity and meeting potential partners organically isn't about randomly approaching a stranger at a bar and hoping for the best. It's about leveraging your community and creating serendipity to create more chance meetings with the right people, with the community and the life that you already have. And then if that is on the smaller side, you can still use serendipity to begin to expand that community and leverage that new community so that you can meet more potential partners. Okay, so let's begin this episode with three reasons why you don't need the info on profiles up front. So you know when your current phone has gotten to the end of its life and you start phone shopping for your next one? Now, for the sake of this example, let's say you're like me and you just need a phone that's fast with a decent camera, right? You don't do anything fancy. You really just use your phone for texting, for email, phone calls. Uh, You want to take decent pictures, but you're not going to do anything super, super fancy with your phones. You're not going to have any fancy apps or do editing or anything like that. So you start phone shopping and then all of a sudden there's like a bazillion options and you're looking at all the specs. And while you were just going to get like the next upgrade that is a reasonable price and maybe even not the newest model to save some money, you start looking at all these things and you see that like, oh, the iPhone 11 has a dual camera system. Okay, that's cool. That sounds neat. That sounds like something better than I have. But then you're like, oh shit, for just like $200 more, the 12 has an advanced dual camera system and an A14 bionic chip instead of a 13. Oh my gosh, that's what I need. And then you find yourself stressing out, spinning out, spending way more time trying to find the right phone for you. And then you probably end up spending way more money than you intended to spend. And then like once the fanfare of having a new phone kind of wears off, you're just using your phone just the way you did your last phone, except now you spent all this time and money on things you don't really need. So I think sometimes our brains can start doing this very thing when you're on the apps. You know, when it comes down to it, I really do think there are just a core few values that we need in our relationships. So trust, kindness, honesty, love, growth, you know, things like that. 
they're fairly basic and fairly universal. But then when you start going on the apps and you see all the possibilities of what kind of people are out there and what kind of things they're doing and what kind of lives they're living, you start putting way too much weight on those things. I'm not saying some of those things aren't important, but what I do think is that you put too much stock in their importance. So this gets to my second point about why you don't need profiles up front. When I was online dating, I cared way too much about some stupid shit. So one story that comes to mind a lot, and I've shared this in the podcast before, is I landed on this profile while I was online dating. I was actually on OkCupid. This profile really, really excited me. And I can't remember exactly what was on his profile, but I can only guess just knowing what kind of person I was going after on the apps. Uh, He would probably had some sort of interesting political job in Washington, D.C. He was probably Jewish. He's probably cute, probably interested in health and fitness, maybe some outdoor activities like hiking. So here I am excited, you know, AF about to message him. And then I get to the bottom of his profile and he had something about Duke University on it. Now for some context, Duke is an Ivy League wannabe in North Carolina. There's another better school known as the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, which is where I went. Now these two universities are both very good. They're very large. They're less than 10 miles apart, and they both have very good basketball programs. So needless to say, these two universities were arch rivals. And I was just, you know, indoctrinated to hate Duke growing up, but also especially during my time at UNC. Anyways, I saw this thing about Duke. And to be honest, I don't remember if he was just a fan or if he actually went to Duke, but I saw it and I was like, nope, next. Now you can judge me if you want. I know it's kind of silly. But I think this is actually an example of what happens a lot on the apps. We make decisions based on arbitrary things on profiles all the time. Now, had I met this person organically and we were to have hit it off, I don't know what could have happened, but maybe the whole thing about him being a Duke fan and me being a UNC fan, maybe that could have been like a fun, flirty bit in our relationship. We could have made jokes about it, you know, about having like a mixed marriage or whatever. And if he really was from North Carolina, my goodness, that would have made things so much easier from, you know, when Stevie and I were living in Texas, then Colorado, then California, it was very hard to figure out how we were going to visit all the families, you know, with him being from New Jersey and me being uh, from North Carolina. Anyways, I digress. My point is, is that when you get too dependent on the info on the apps, I think that you might actually be making decisions that really do you no good in your love life and certainly don't pull you forward in the direction that you want to go. And then finally, there's this last piece. And in my opinion, I think this is the real issue. So I talk a lot about on this show about how a pattern that led me and honestly, many of my listeners and clients into crappy relationship patterns is this whole pattern of outsourcing worthiness and confidence to other people or other things. So if someone liked me or if they showed interest in me, I felt amazing. I was on top of the world. Everything flowed so nicely. Life was great. Universe loved me, all of those things. And then like the moment there would be like just something as simple as one less exclamation point or one less smiley face, or I could just sense him pulling away, or he didn't like me at all and made that very clear. My confidence and my self-worth was just completely shot. I just didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. I didn't feel excited about things. I was like, oh, why does the universe hate me? Everything just feels like it's not working. It's broken. Okay. So that's one piece of it. The other piece is that I've talked a lot about how perfect man lists or perfect partner lists, you know, often do more harm than good. And even if you don't have one actually written out, 
If you're constantly going through profiles, you probably have some sort of criteria set in your head. And so then you get out into the real world and you have nothing to go off of over whether or not someone is right for you or if you simply want to see the person again because you're so used to having all this information up front. And honestly, most of it's arbitrary. And that's a problem because what that means is your reliance on online dating and the profiles is creating a condition where you outsource your intuition and self-trust. You know, dating, navigating new relationships, boundaries, everything, all of that is going to feel extra hard, if not impossible, if you don't have a baseline of self-trust and inner knowing of who and what feels right or wrong for you. When you've just been going based on this list consciously or not, when you get to the real world, this can be like, oh, this person looks great on paper, but I just don't feel it. And then you're like tripping out about it and like, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not most available. Maybe I push people away. You, know, da, 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 da. you can just really spin out. Now there could be a million things right with someone, but if the spark isn't there, it's not there. And that's on you and your intuition to be able to make that call. You know, not to mention again, all the other decisions that you're going to need to make in a relationship. So when you have this habit of outsourcing, you know, who's right for you, who's not right for you based on a criteria that's on the apps or how they message you. I just think that it's really going to hold yourself back in your love life. And it's not cultivating good habits and good skills that I think are important, not just in the early stages of dating in a relationship, but I think that you'll need throughout the course of a relationship. So if these are the reasons why I don't think you need profiles and why I actually think profiles can sometimes, if we put too much importance on them, can hold you back on your love life, then I think, you know, of course, for most people, the next question, I'm like, okay, so then how do I do this? What do I need to, how do I know if someone's right for me or not? If you're ready to get off the apps and meet someone IRL, then I invite you to join me in Dating Without Swiping, how to confidently meet potential partners off the apps, even if you're introverted, have little time or live in a small town. Dating Without Swiping is a four-week live group coaching experience where I'll hold you accountable to make sure you're getting out of your sweatpants and out of your house in a way that works with your energy and time constraints. I'll also help you do the inner work so you don't burn out, waste time on the wrong people, or get your self-worth tied up in rejection. So if you're ready to dive deeper into meeting people IRL, including how to deal with rejection, balance being shy or introverted with being social or how to know if someone is right for you when you don't have a profile plastered to their face, I'd love to support you. Dating Without Swiping starts Monday, August 2nd, and enrollment closes Friday, July 30th. But if you join us before Tuesday, that's July 27th, you can save $50 using code EARLYBIRD at checkout. Look, almost 80% of couples today report they met their partners off the apps. So I ask you, how are you spending most of your time meeting potential partners? Whether you want to get off the apps entirely or truly have it be one way you meet people, I can't wait to help you do just that. You can learn more and join us at veronicagrant.com forward slash DWS. Again, that's veronicagrant.com forward slash DWS. And if you're joining us, I can't wait to start with you on August 2nd. So I would just want to walk you through three different frameworks that I think can help you figure out and navigate this space. So if we've established that I don't think you need profiles to help you decide if someone is a good fit for you or not, and sometimes they can actually hold you back if you've been outsourcing your self-trust or your intuition to these profiles, then I think, you know, it'd be normal if your next question was along the lines of like, okay, so then what do I do? 
how do I know if someone's the right fit? How do I know if we're compatible? How do I know if this would be a good person for me to be in a relationship with? So if that's where your mind's headed, I just want to run quickly through three frameworks that I think can help you give yourself some things to think about when you're on your next date or when you're seeing this person or talking to this person again. Okay, so the first framework to think about is judgment versus discernment. So discernment is simply this is for me or it's not for me. There aren't a bunch of stories attached to it. There's no fanfare. There's no drama. There's no mulling things over. It's just a yes or a no. Whereas judgment is more like, oh, this person is so this or this person is too that. So sometimes, you know, a way this could work out is let's say you've gone on a date with someone or a few dates with someone and you've kind of figured out that they just kind of lay around and watch TV and don't really have any goals around their own personal development or career goals or just really any big goals they have in in life. Now you can be in the space of judgment where you're like trying to figure out, okay, is this a conversation? Can we talk about this? Can I motivate him to do more stuff? Can I live with this? Am I okay with this? Right? Like you might be more in like the judgment space where you're trying to fix it or change it or figure out if that's like a good fit for you. Or you can simply be in the discernment space where you're like, you know what, this is a no. I wish this person the best. I hope they get everything they're looking for, but I'm just a no, this is not going to work for me. And then you can just simply move on from the relationship. So I think a lot of times we hang out in the judgment space more than the discernment space. And in the judgment space, you just like are spinning out a little bit. And when you can stay more in the discernment, then I think you can much easier get to a place of, okay, this person is a yes, or this person is a no. The next framework that I think is super helpful to think about is compatibility versus chemistry compatibility and chemistry are not the same thing. Now, yes, if you think of like a little Venn diagram, two circles, you certainly want them to merge in the middle. And ideally your relationship is smack dab in the middle. If you only have compatibility, it sounds like it might be a great friendship. If you only have chemistry, that can be one of two things. It can be a really wonderful friends with benefits situation. Or if you're more in a relationship with this person and there's really great chemistry, it's probably more of like, the inner child wounds getting played out, often those kind of relationships that are very triggering can have a very strong sexual, physical chemistry, but then like the compatibility in terms of like the emotional intelligence, the emotional understanding and availability to each other is a little less so. Uh, so sometimes those relationships can actually be quite dysfunctional, toxic, if not even um, abusive in some situations. So I think when you can understand the difference between the two of those things, and it can can help you just think about, okay, what kind of relationship is this? Is this looking more like a friendship? In which case, I don't really want more guy friends, you can call it quits. Maybe you do, I don't know. Or is it more of like a chemistry thing? In which case you might want to discern, okay, is this just going to be your friends with benefits, which is totally fine, no judgment. Or is this going to be more of a case where this is actually something deeper is going on, and maybe I need to pull back and to figure this out a little bit more? Or are you sitting right in the middle where you want to be in the Venn diagram, where you do have some great compatibility, and also there's chemistry. So the third framework to think about is interest versus values. So this is where online dating can really trip you up. I understand that you really want someone who has some similar interests to you. But you can't build a sustainable long-term relationship around your hobbies because your hobbies are going to change. And what if God forbid, like your hobby is like to go skiing, but then you get hurt and you can't go skiing anymore. Does that mean the relationship just, just ends? 
your values have to take a much larger seat here. And I think it's really, really hard to clearly convey values over the internet, including profiles. Now, again, I think there's caveats, especially in 2021. You know, if someone had some stuff about QAnon or Trump, at least for me, that'd be like, okay, so that's a values misalignment and I would just move on. But I think pre-Trump, you know, even someone displaying some political leanings, depending on what we're talking about here, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a value misalignment. Not saying there definitely isn't, but I'm not saying there definitely there definitely is. Anyways, my point is, is that values have to take a much larger seat at the table when figuring out if a relationship for you is right or not. And sharing interests just really, really don't do that on the apps. In, in my opinion, I also don't think you have to have a hundred percent of your values aligned. I do think that you need to be on parallel paths with each other. And the nice thing about creating serendipity, at least in the strategic way that I'm talking about is that it really does help you to stay within communities and networks that will probably have similar values. So people who are within those networks, within those communities will have similar values, which again, I think is more important than anything else in a relationship. And so again, like, yes, if you're at a bar, you just walk up to someone random and start flirting with them. Yeah, that might not go so great because you have no idea who this person is. But if you're at events or hanging out with people who you know, because typically people hang out with people who have similar values. And so you're kind of working within those networks, then you're kind of already automatically weeding out people who just aren't going to be a good fit for you just because of, you know, a value misalignment. And by the way, if you're listening to this episode in real time, I just opened up enrollment for dating without swiping, which is my four week live group coaching experience where I'll show you step by step how to meet potential partners IRL. And the reason why I'm mentioning this now is because in week four, I will teach you my relationship visioning method, which actually walks you through this process to get really clear on your values and then how to embody that so that that really becomes your compass and blueprint for when you are meeting people and dating and trying to figure out if someone is the right fit for you or not. So in the dating without swiping experience, I'm going to hold you accountable to make sure you're getting out there and out of your sweatpants and out of your house. And I'll also help you manage the inner work so that you don't burn out, waste time on the wrong people, or so that your self-worth doesn't get tied up in rejection or anything else that doesn't go the way you want it to go. Now, this isn't a course with a lot of teaching, but rather a coaching and accountability program to help you actually do the thing. So I want you to think of it as an experience where you go out and date and meet people. Then you have me to help you apply the inner work to what you're doing in the real world. So you actually get different results all off the apps. So when you go to the dating without swiping info site, I lay out exactly what we're going to do together each week. I just wanted to point out here in case this episode resonated with you that in week four of dating without swiping, like I said, we're going to dive into how to know if someone is right for you. You'll use my signature relationship visioning method to help you decide if someone's a good match for you when you don't know their politics, interests, or what they're looking for up front. You'll also learn what to look for to know if someone is right for you and how to trust yourself to make such calls. So again, if you're listening in real time, Dating Without Swiping open today and through Monday, July 26th, you can also take advantage of 
the early bird discount to save $50. So to learn more and sign up, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash DWS. So that's DWS as in dating without swiping and use code earlybird50, all smushed together to one word to get the discount. The cost of dating without swiping is equivalent to one night out a week, give or take, depending on where you live. I really wanted to make something that was affordable and super actionable so you can see real, real change in your love life. So I just want to tell you a quick story. Most of you know that I'm a new mom. And since having my baby, I've experienced some anxiety about Marshall's well-being that goes well beyond, you know, I think typical parent worry. I don't know, maybe not. Uh, But I always worry about something potentially horrible and terrifying things happening to him. And one reframe that has really helped me when I'm about to spiral is instead of imagining the what ifs and worst case scenarios is imagining the what ifs and the best case scenarios. So what if he loves his teachers at daycare? What if he loves swimming in the pool with his bubby? What if he's kind and well-liked by his peers? So same with you. What if you met someone great? Why not? What if you start talking to someone and you have a wonderful conversation? What if you start flirting with someone and they're totally turned on by you? You are not subjected to only being on the apps if you don't want to be. You can meet someone offline. You don't need to be an extrovert and you don't need to have tons of free time or free money to do all of these things. If you have time to watch shows on Netflix and scroll Instagram, I promise you have time for this. And by the way, if you do join me in Dating Without Swiping, I give you lesson zero to work on as soon as you sign up, which will take you through my sacred seven and ideal life calendar method to help you dedicate a certain amount of time that works for you for your love life, even if you're busy or juggling lots of things. So we begin Monday, August 2nd with how to meet people offline, where you'll create a system for meeting people offline that works with your time, money, and energy constraints. And you'll also print out your creating serendipity tracker so you can track your goals in a very satisfying and fun way. And because dating without swiping has a firm start date, that means there is a firm deadline if you want to join us. So if you're interested in learning more and joining us, the link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash DWS. That's DWS dating without swiping. And if you want to join us, I recommend doing so before Monday, July 26th, so that you can save $50 for the early bird discount. And again, that early bird code is earlybird50, all smushed into one word. And the website is veronicagrant.com forward slash DWS. All right, my dear, that's all I've got for you this week. Next week, I've got a brand new episode where I'll coach a client on how to stop being a perfectionist. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.